yourself to transformation through the ministry of the Holy Spirit, through the ministry of the Word, through the ministry of prayer, and through the ministry of the teaching priest alongside our corporate gathering as believers. This morning we took our time to look in deeper detail the ministry of the Holy Spirit for those who were here in the morning. I did say that the Holy Spirit has a threefold assignment as far as his ministry is concerned. Number one, that he has a, an assignment to the entire creation. He is the life force that powers the entire creation. Number two, that he has an assignment to unbelievers according to John chapter 16. It says, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will convict the world of three things, of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. And then that he has, his last assignment is to believers. And that among the many things that he does in the life of believers is number one, to quicken our organs of interaction with the realm of the spirit. The Bible calls it being alive unto God so that you can now begin to comprehend spiritual things. For the Bible says the natural man cannot receive the things of the spirit, neither can he understand them because they are spiritually discerned. Are we together? We said the Holy Spirit is also responsible for bringing knowledge and understanding. According to Isaiah 11, the sevenfold manifestation of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, and then the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And verse 3 of Isaiah 11 says, as a result, you shall be of quick understanding. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit is responsible for birthing superior levels of illumination and understanding. Elihu said in chapter 32 and verse 8 of the book of Job, Job 32 and verse 8, it says, but there is a spirit in man and the breath or the inspiration of the Almighty maketh men of understanding. May you be of understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now we spoke about the ministry of the word. Isaiah chapter 20 and verse 32. It says, and now brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. Isaiah 20, 32. And to give you an inheritance among them which are sanctified. We said among the many things that the word of God does is that the word of God is a compendium of the ways of God. Please listen carefully. The word of God is a compendium of the ways of God, the modus operandi of the kingdom. So when you engage the word of God, you have access to the ways of God. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 13 and verse 11, Jesus was teaching and he said, because it has been given unto you, Matthew 13, 11, to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. The mysteries of the kingdom of heaven are also called the principles. These are the principles by which the saints reign in life. Hallelujah. And I did say in the morning that the life we have been given and this faith adventure is knowledge dependent. Please say knowledge. 
one more time shout it say knowledge our faith adventure is knowledge dependent that means in ignorance we are not able to manifest the fullness of the glory of God that is at work in our lives Ephesians 4 18 Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 18 says having their understanding darkened it says being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their minds so when the believer is in ignorance, you become a prey to the devil. You become a prey to elemental forces. The Bible even says in Galatians chapter 4 that an heir, for as long as he is a child, differeth not from a slave, even though he be lord of all. And then let me say something that I said in the morning that there are three ways to engage the word of God you may want to write for your notes number one very quickly is that you study the word of God you study the word of God the first way to engage the word of God for our profiting is to study the word of God it says study to show yourself approved unto God a workman that needed not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word so you engage the word of God in study number two you engage the word of God by hearing you engage the word of God by hearing faith is hearing dependent faith cometh the bible says by hearing and hearing by the word of god that means when you expose your ears to the word of god and to faith-filled materials you are engaging the word of god for your profiting somebody say hearing once and again you will find in scripture the bible will say he that hath an ear let him hear what the spirit saith to the churches that means not everybody has this kind of ear there is a hearing ear that god can give a man and it will cause you to have passion to hear the word and that when you hear the word of god you allow it to sink into your spirit it begins to program you for a life of victory if you believe this shout a loud amen so you engage the word of God by study. You engage the word of God by hearing or listening. Third and final way you engage the word of God is by speaking. Let the redeemed of the Lord we discuss in the morning say so. Not just wish so. Not just imagine so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the healed of the Lord say so. Let the blessed of the Lord say so. Let the empowered of the Lord say so. Hallelujah. It says, I will say of the Lord, he is my fortress, my strength in him I will trust. It's important that the believer understands that the power of God is released in and through your life at the point of speaking. Ezekiel chapter 37, he said, I prophesied as I was commanded. The miracle only began at the point when he prophesied. Hallelujah. So you study the word of God, you listen to the word of God, and then you speak the word of God. For instance, you begin to declare over yourself that when men say there is a casting down, for you it will be that there is a lifting up. You will declare that the Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom shall I be afraid of? It says a thousand for, shall fall by your side and ten thousand by your right side. But none shall hurt you. With your eyes shall you see and behold 
the reward of the wicked. Do you believe that? So you declare over yourself that I arise even in America and I shine for my light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon me. That when the Lord turns again my captivity, is that not in your Bible? Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You cannot afford to be silent as a believer. The Bible says the shouts of joy and victory shall not depart from the tent of the righteous. I did say in the morning that one of the feature of the spirit of depression is to bring you to a point of silence. Because for as long as you are able to declare the word, it says where the word of a king is, there is power. Declare ye that thou mightest be justified. In one minute while you are seated, I want you to begin to declare. Everything you know the word of God says you are. Is someone speaking here at this convention? I am the head and not the tail. In the name of Jesus, I am above and not beneath. Emmanuel is with me. God is with me. And the Bible says with God, all things are possible. I decree and declare because I am planted in the house of God. I flourish in the courts of our God that even in old age I am fat and flourishing. No weapon that is fashioned against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against me, let it fall in judgment. I am blessed in the city. I am blessed in the country. In the name of Jesus, I and the children that the Lord has given me, we are for signs and even for wonders in Israel. Someone declare, tonight is not the time to keep quiet. Declare by the Spirit of God. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus Christ, I am healthy, I am strong, no untimely death. In the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God, the fullness of my days I fulfill by the power of the Holy Ghost. I go from strength to strength because I appear before the Lord even in Zion. Declare over your life, blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, who delighted greatly in his command. Psalm 112 says, his seed shall be mighty upon earth and the generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house and his righteousness endures forever. I decree and declare when men say there is a casting down, Joshua Selman says there is a lifting up in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. They may come against me in one way, but they will flee in seven ways because the Lord stands by me like a mighty terrible one. Is someone declaring? Oh, lift up your heads, oh ye gates, even over America. Lift up your heads, oh ye gates. Financial gates be lifted. Career gates be lifted. That the King of glory will come in. Hallelujah. Listen. Believers, hear me. I'm showing you how to use the word of God to produce glory out of your life. Let me recap one last time. You engage the word by study. That takes away ignorance from your life because this kingdom, excelling in this kingdom, is knowledge dependent. Number two, you engage the word of God by listening. It's important that you deliberately culture your environment. 
Number three, you engage the word by speaking. The third pathway that I discussed even this morning is the ministry of prayer. Is someone learning already? So I spoke about the ministry of the Holy Spirit, the ministry of the Word of God. Number three, the ministry of prayer. In Luke chapter 18 and verse 1, he spake a parable to the end that men ought always to pray. Not preachers, not men and women of God, not evangelists, men. All men are mandated to pray so that they will not faint. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. James chapter 5 and verse 13. Is any man afflicted? The Bible says, let him pray. Mark chapter 11 and verse 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Jesus said, that what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that thou receivest them, and thou shalt have them. Hallelujah. The prayer ministry was one of the kingdom strategies for the growth and the excelling of the early church. Listen to me carefully, beloved people of God. An attack on your prayer life is an attack on your destiny. Let me repeat it one more time. An attack on your prayer life is an attack on your destiny. Remember, when the spirits that controlled Babylon wanted to thwart the program of God, they found one man. That man was not a preacher. That man was operating in government called Daniel but because of the prayer of Daniel evil could not prevail in Babylon Satan had to manipulate the parliament to give a decree that for 30 days prayer should not rise even over Babylon that's all the time Satan needs of prayerlessness to wreak havoc in the life of an individual someone prophesy to yourself say I will pray one more time, say, I will pray. Let the devil hear you say, I will pray. Yes, sir. It is true that a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. Hallelujah. Are we together? Prayer achieves four things. Prayer has four assignments in the life of the believer. Let me run through it. I'm, I'm only doing a recap. So I use the last 15 or so minutes to just touch on my charge tonight. The first assignment of prayer as revealed in scripture is for your growth and for your transformation. The primary assignment of prayer, listen carefully, in the life of the believer is for your growth and for your transformation. Luke chapter 9 and verse 29, the Bible says, and as he prayed, the he being Jesus, the fashion of his countenance was altered and his raiment became white and glistering. You can be transformed when you engage yourself to the ministry of prayer. Hallelujah. Like I said in the morning, you can pray the weak version of you to become the strong version of you. You can pray the timid version of you to become the powerful version of you. One more time, shout it, say, I will pray. By this decree, I stand upon the grace of our Father and I decree and declare anyone here whose prayer altar has gone down in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God, let fresh fire come upon your prayer altar. 
let fresh fire tonight come upon your prayer altar hallelujah please be seated so the first assignment of prayer as revealed in scripture is for your growth and your transformation number two very quickly the second assignment of prayer as revealed in scripture is for obtaining requests and making petitions so every time you want to obtain requests and make petitions to involve heaven over your affairs the authorized platform is prayer mark 11 24 what things soever ye desire what things soever ye desire when ye pray it says believe that thou shall receive them and thou shall have them it says this is the confidence that we have that when we ask anything according to his will he heareth us the second assignment of prayer he said ye have not because ye ask not number three very quickly the third assignment of prayer as revealed from scripture is for creation and spiritual legislation that means as a king and a priest that you are you are mandated to be able to speak and create possibilities in your life I prophesied as I was commanded Ezekiel 37 says so every time you prophesy in the place of prayer you start creating realities and you act like God who quickened the dead and call it those things that be not as though they were the third assignment of prayer to create possibilities to declare your future to program that which the Word of God says should be and give it life and frame even in the place of prayer finally the fourth assignment of prayer as revealed from scripture is for warfare and intercession we're not in the dark the Bible does not hide the fact that the whole world lies in wickedness it says we are of God and the whole world lieth in wickedness hallelujah Satan goes about like a roaring lion the Bible says seeking whom he may devour it is his ministry he's called the thief according to John 10 10 and the Bible says he cometh not but for to steal to kill and to destroy and if you allow him he will destroy your life destroy everything that represents dignity and honor but not when you have the power to pray in the place of prayer you can stand and intercede like the centurion interceded even for his child you can intercede for your unsaved loved ones and once you are here interceding the Spirit of God is there through your prayer causing them to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus you can make decrees in the place of prayer Satan thus far have you come and no further shall you go take your hands away from my children that every curse and every yoke and every ordinance of darkness against my life the Bible says blotting out every handwriting and every ordinance that spoke against us he nailed it to his cross so I declare that by the blood of the eternal covenant I am free and the Bible says he who the Son sets free is free indeed 
I desire to come to you once and again. Paul was speaking. He said, but Satan hindered us. Your favor desired to come to you, but Satan hindered it. Your breakthrough desired to come to you, but Satan hindered it. When Daniel began to pray, the angel came, Gabriel came to him and said, from the very first day, you set yourself to pray. Your prayers was heard, but while the answer was coming, the prince of Persia intercepted in the heavenlies. Listen, obtain grace to pray until you pray through. Obtain grace to pray until answers manifest. In the name of Jesus Christ. Finally, I did say in the morning that the house of God is a very deep mystery that helps and enhances the manifestation of the glory of God. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Psalm 133, how good it is and how pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity. The corporate convergence of believers is a powerful requirement for the holistic growth of a believer. As wonderful as your secret place is, there are dimensions of God and dimensions of glory you may never contact until you come together as the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Now let me use the last 15 or so minutes to give you my charge for tonight. Can you imagine that everything we've said is a recap? <laughs> Hallelujah. Someone's life is changing. In the name of Jesus. Now back to our discussion. The pathway that leads to glory. Yesterday I said number one is salvation. An encounter with Jesus, the son of the living God. Number two, transformation. Everything that we discuss right now comes under transformation. These are the various dimensions of transformation through the ministry of the Spirit, the Word, prayer, the church. The third dimension is what I want to talk about briefly tonight. It's called empowerment. Please write it down. You will never manifest the glory of God. One of the implications of having a relationship with God, that Emmanuel dimension, if it is true that God is with you, if it is true that God is at work in your life, there must be a manifestation of the supernatural power of God in and through your life. Let me show you a very interesting scripture. The Bible says in Acts chapter 10 and verse 38, Peter was speaking in the house of Cornelius, and here's what he said. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Say power. One more time, say power. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. The Bible says he went about. It takes power to do good. More than sympathy. He did good because he had power. And healing all they that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. If it is true that God is with you. If it is true that God is at work in your life. There must be that evidence, the outworking of the power of the Holy Spirit, even in your life. You believe that? Shout a loud amen. amen. Now, 
please hear me listen carefully most believers have not learned the value of spiritual empowerment as far as your faith adventure is concerned and as far as your destiny is concerned for most people they leave the subject of power to preachers once you are a pastor you can do the power thing but i'm just a businessman i'm just an usher i'm just a father i'm just a mother that is a very destructive orientation power is for all believers it is a prerequisite as far as excelling and walking in glory is concerned very quickly why do we need power let me give you two reasons very quickly why is power necessary empowerment why does the believer need to be empowered number one i wrote here and i want you to please listen and write to fulfill our god-given assignments and advance the kingdom we will need more than skill and human abilities to fulfill our assignments and advance the kingdom we will need more than skill and human abilities as wonderful as it is to be skillful as wonderful as it is to have your abilities developed and deployed the business of kingdom advancement will require more than skill it will require more than human abilities you cannot birth the purposes of god in the strength of the flesh it will take divine empowerment are we together Luke chapter 1 and verse 34 angel Gabriel comes to this young virgin who is espoused to marry Joseph and brings her a very interesting salutation and tells her that she's going to be with child but without the active participation of a man and so Mary marveled and said how shall these things be seeing that I know not a man I spoke a bit about it in the morning how shall this business be seeing that i do not have any human connection how shall these souls my family members be warned seeing that all of them have rebelled against god the answer is in verse 35 never forget this for the rest of your life and the angel answered and said the holy ghost shall come upon thee and the power of the highest shall overshadow you may that be someone's testimony tonight in the name of Jesus Christ the son of the living God how shall these things be seeing that I know not a man it says the power of the highest shall overshadow you why do we need spiritual empowerment because it takes power to ward off the arsenals of darkness that are determined to destroy the purposes of God in your life and my life it takes power not negotiations not discussions the only language that the realm of the spirit understands is power Psalm 66 and verse 3 let me quote for the sake of time it says say unto God how terrible art thou in thy works through the greatness of thy power shall thy enemies submit themselves through the greatness of thy power 
that all the patterns and the yokes of darkness that have kept people bound in your life and your family when you are empowered by the spirit of the living God you can lose those chains like Samson and begin to make constructive destiny progress it takes empowerment Satan is a stubborn spirit the arsenals of darkness the gates of hell that Jesus himself said will attempt to prevail against the church it takes power to ward off the arsenals of darkness until your destiny emerges hallelujah it takes power to make the helper of your destiny remember you one man's forgetfulness added two years to Joseph in the prison Joseph pleaded with him and said I am innocent now that you'll be reinstated please when you go to Pharaoh advocate my innocence and the man forgot but after two years the Bible says Pharaoh had a dream and no man could interpret the dream in the palace and the wine presser said ah I remember my wrong I forgot and I delayed a man in the name of Jesus, the power that makes the helper of your destiny remember you. May you find that dimension of power tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, how do you receive power? There are two biblical channels for receiving the anointing or receiving the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm saying this as a John the Baptist so that when our father in the Lord comes your heart is prepared to receive tonight is not the night to waste you must open your heart and to be intentional do not just be a spectator and say wow I attended the 26th convention no your heart must be determined to receive let me show you very quickly and then we'll pray there are two biblical channels for receiving the power of God for receiving the anointing first and foremost you must understand that the power of God is received Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 but ye shall receive that means you can reject it but as many as received him it says ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem Judea Samaria and to the uttermost part of the earth you shall receive power genuine power is received number one directly from God through an encounter please write this is the first biblical channel for receiving genuine authentic spiritual power directly from God through an encounter In Acts chapter 10 and verse 38 the first five words how God anointed Jesus how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth first four words how God anointed Jesus who anointed Jesus you can receive that impartation directly from God that experience happened to a man in the Bible called Solomon where God appeared to him in a dream 
and said, Solomon, what would you have me do for you? And Solomon asked for a wise and an understanding heart. And the Bible says, God granted him such as no man within his time had that level of wisdom and understanding. Through encounter, a man can receive directly from God. Number two, the more common channel we see according to scripture for receiving the power of God is through a mystery that we call impartation. Please write it down. This is the second biblical channel for receiving the power of God. Impartation. Impartation from the careers of the anointing. The second way that we are empowered in this kingdom is by receiving impartation from the careers of the anointing. When you study the parables of the ten virgins, remember that story? The ten virgins. The Bible says, for the five that had their oil finished, they were given an instruction. It said, go to them that sell and buy. So there are them that sell. There are custodians of the anointing. Go to them that sell and buy. You buy with the currency of hunger. You buy with the currency of humility. You buy with the currency of followership. You buy with the currency of honor. You buy with the currency of service. Go to them that sell and buy. In Philippians chapter 1 and verse 7, Paul was speaking over the church in Philippi. Philippians 1 and verse 7. He says, but ye all are partakers of my grace. Ye all. That means an entire congregation can partake of the grace that he has put upon a man. Did the spirit that was on Moses not fall on 70 elders? And every one of them received a part of it. They prophesied from morning even until night. When God sends a word to Jacob, he intends for that word to lighten upon the entire Israel. Romans 1 and verse 11, Paul said, For I long to see you, that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift, to the end that ye may be established. Your establishment is not in view without empowerment. Let's look for, very quickly, at just one example of this impartation between Moses and Joshua. In Numbers chapter 27, please write quickly as I prepare to round up. Numbers 27 from verse 18 to 20. Numbers 27, I would like to read this one. Numbers 27, the Bible says, And the Lord said to Moses, Take thee, Joshua, the son of Nun, a man in whom already is the spirit, and lay your hands upon him. Verse 19. And set him before Eleazar the priest, and before all the congregation, and give him charge in their sight. The last verse, it says, And thou shalt take some of thine honor. You will put some of your honor upon him, that all the congregation of the children of Israel may be obedient. Deuteronomy chapter 34 and verse 9. 
Let's see what came upon Joshua as a result of this impartation. Deuteronomy 34 and verse 9. 3, 4 and verse 9. Deuteronomy 34 and verse 9. It says, And Joshua the son of Nun was full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid his hands upon him. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, every dimension you have seen at work in the RCCG, every dimension of grace you have seen at work in the life of our father and our mother is yours for the taking if you know how to receive. There is a protocol to receiving. Desire is only one. Having a desire to receive does not bring the anointing to you. There are two biblical principles as far as receiving impartation is concerned. Number one, honor. Please write it down. Honor. You will never receive an anointing from a vessel that you dishonor. He that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And let me by this charge admonish especially my generation of people beware lest you we become a, a disempowered generation because of dishonor we live in a world today where dishonor is fashionable anybody can talk about any father of faith and just believe that i'm speaking my mind can i tell you when you fight your honor your father you lose your life when a father fights his son, he loses his honor. There are protocols. Are we together? Yes. Tonight you must believe that our father in the Lord is beyond just a general overseer of a ministry. Respectfully speaking, if that is all you see about him, I hate to be a bearer of bad news, but you may not receive anything tonight because it takes more than being a general overseer to impart. Elijah said, if you can see me, you have to look beyond me being a prophet. He said, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and the horsemen thereof. There are many of us, respectfully speaking, who have access to the anointed but never receive because of over familiarity that has graduated to dishonor. You need to repent genuinely and say, Father, grant me the grace to receive. Honor, the first key to receiving from a vessel who is truly anointed. Number two, service, service. rushing because of time the bible called elisha i hope you know that the next prophet was never supposed to be elisha the next prophet should come from among the school of prophets it was customary for prophets to raise other prophets elisha was a farmer but he was a farmer who honored elijah and the bible says he poured water and when it was time for the mantle to fall, it did not go to any one of those prophets. Gehazi would probably have been one of the most anointed prophets in the Bible. Imagine if Gehazi had received 
a double portion of the anointing upon Elijah. That will be a fourfold anointing that Elijah carried. But dishonor and familiarity made him to die a cheap death, even with leprosy. Honor and service. I want to take the last two or three minutes that I have to stand upon the grace of our Father and make a few declarations over someone's life and that if your heart is open to receive that in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God, you will marvel and wonder at the things that begin to happen. I decree and declare over your life, every door that has closed over you, I come in the name of the Lord God of heaven and I speak over that door, Ephata, be open. Be opened. Career doors be opened. Financial doors be opened. Family doors be opened. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number two. I want to declare over someone. The Bible says, And the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah, and he ran and overtook the chariots of Ahab even down to Israel some of you your life has been so slow you don't have all the time to move that slow the unit of destiny is time whatever eats up your time has taken part of your life can I declare speed over your life in the name of Jesus the son of the living God I declare may 10 years be put in one year for you may 10 one year for you some of you after this convention in one month God will do what you have not seen in five years in one month God will do what you have not seen in five years believe it don't allow the devil make you doubt you are not hearing cunningly devised fables every shame and every reproach over your life that statement Ichabod, that has come upon you in the name of Jesus I tear off that veil of shame I tear off that veil of shame in the name of Jesus Christ and Isaac told his son he said the smell of my son is like a field that the Lord has blessed every reproach around your life Again, I stand upon the grace of our Father and I declare reproach gives way finally. And the Lord walking with them, confirming the word with signs following. Where your life has been barren of results. That men and women have been asking, where is your God? We do not yet see value to this your Christian experience. I stretch my hands in the name of Jesus Christ, the one who died and rose again. And I declare over someone from tonight, carry the grace for extraordinary results. You carry the grace for extraordinary results. You carry the grace for extraordinary results. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now let me encourage you that all through the remaining part of this conference tonight, as the ministers come to teach and to pray, and then especially when our Father in the Lord comes, be sensitive, 
be sensitive don't be distracted don't be so familiar oh i know what you will say let your heart be open to receive and i assure you that in the name of jesus this will be your best convention yet wave your hands to jesus and give him all the praise If you receive that word, come on, shout hallelujah. Let's just wave our hands to appreciate the word we have had tonight. And let's appreciate the man of God that has brought us the word. And we pray for our dear apostle Joshua Selman that the Almighty God will replenish you. Greater grace upon you upon upon your ministry in the name of jesus tell somebody beware of dishonor i can hear you beware of dishonor the grace for extraordinary result is already upon you if you believe it come on shout a thunderous amen Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You will not leave this Emmanuel convention the way you have come. In the name of Jesus. Let's have your seat for a minute. And before we go to our next program, I just want you to know that we have some things in stock. If it is yours, please go to the usher stand. Mara Yesa Oluwati Mileya, Texas ID, another ID cards, Helen Okelola, Bank of America debit card, you will need that right now. And the ID card for Victoria Omobola. Praise the Lord. Once again, eyewitnesses of Emmanuel 2023, shout hallelujah. Amen. It is time for us now to take our offering and to take the offering for us tonight. There's no other person than one of daddy's son. But before I announce and we welcome him, May I remind you that the ground that we are is a holy ground, is a covenant ground, and is a blessed ground. There is no seed that you are going to sow on this ground that will not be multiplied back unto you in immeasurable proportions. So prepare yourselves. Amen. So tonight, please join me as I welcome to the podium to take the offering, Pastor Babidele Stodivant, the senior pastor of the Faith 
United Ministries, all the way from Maryland, a blessing to the body of Christ. Well, let someone shout a big hallelujah. That hallelujah is on one leg. Open your mouth and shout a bigger hallelujah. When it comes to sowing seed, many people make the mistake of just giving whatever they want 